Welcome to The Backstory with Dr. Ricky Singh. This podcast is focused on bringing you the latest research-based information about dramatically improving health, well-being, and quality of life. And here's your host, Dr. Ricky Singh. Hey everyone, welcome to The Backstory. I hope you guys are enjoying the summer so far. You know, here in New York, it's been a mix of very pleasant weather, but last week it was extremely hot and humid, as it sometimes gets. But summertime in New York is fantastic. It's great to be outdoors, go to the beach, go to the parks, do a lot of fun activities with our kids. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the importance of staying hydrated, especially during these hot and humid temperatures. So we've all heard the saying, drink eight glasses of water a day, which is the eight by eight rule to make sure that you're staying hydrated throughout the day. And although there's very little science behind this specific rule, the concept of staying hydrated is extremely important. And why is that? So first of all, our bodies are made up of about 60% water. And during this time of heat and humidity, we tend to lose a lot of our body fluids through sweat. So even reducing the amount of body fluids circulating in the body by even 1% or 2% can really put your body into a situation of threat or even harm. When we look at what the regular body functions require to transport nutrients all over the body to eliminate waste our bodies tend to lose about two to three quarts of water daily. So that's why it's so important to stay hydrated to maintain some of these regular body functions. And that's why it's so important to remember that you aren't drinking just to quench your thirst. You're actually drinking to maintain your body's status and to allow it to function properly to eliminate waste and allow the heart to pump and allow your brain to function, among other things. So let's talk a little bit about some of these body functions where hydration is so critical. The first is regulating your body temperature. Now, research has shown that when you're dehydrated, your body actually stores more heat. And when this happens, it lowers your body's ability to tolerate higher temperatures. So just by drinking plenty of water, this helps your body produce sweat when you're overheated, which then in turn cools your body down. The next thing is staying hydrated maintains a healthy blood level. And remember, hydration is more than just a response to being thirsty. It's actually critical for your heart health. Keeping the body hydrated helps the heart more easily pump blood through the blood vessels and to the muscles. And when your body is in a state of optimal hydration, it actually helps your muscles work more efficiently. So if you're well hydrated, your heart does not have to work as hard. Another reason why hydration is so important is that it keeps our joints and cartilage lubricated. One interesting thing to know is that cartilage in our joints contain about 80% water. So a nice, juicy, fluid-rich joint can reduce friction by creating more of a cushion between the bones. So remember, less friction means smoother moving joints and fewer aches and pains. Our bodies are actually a miracle. And when you think about how we convert all the food we consume to energy and eliminate the rest, it's actually pretty unbelievable. But none of this could happen without fluid. So by drinking plenty of water, this helps you relieve and sometimes prevent constipation. And all of the waste that runs and gets filtered through our kidneys and livers, which is eventually eliminated, is done because of water. And finally, perhaps one of the most important reasons to stay hydrated 
is in improving your brain function. Now, even mild hydration, where you have a fluid deficit of about 1% or 2%, can lead to significant impairments in your energy levels, can impair your mood, can cause a reduction in the quality of sleep you have, and overall leads to deficits in memory and brain performance. So that begs the question, how much water do you actually need? So what does being well hydrated actually mean? Of course, the amount of water a person needs depends on climactic conditions, where you live, what type of clothing you wear, and what exercises you do, how intense you do them, how long you do them for. And remember, thirst probably isn't the best indicator that you need to drink. So remember this, if you get thirsty, you're probably already dehydrated. One of the best ways to measure hydration is based on the color of your urine. And now this is not a hard and fast rule, but for the most part, if your urine color is pale and clear, that means the less fluids you need to rehydrate. But if your urine is dark and yellow, science recommends that you continue to drink fluid and drink water to rehydrate. Some of the other signs that you might be dehydrated include dry mouth, sleepiness or fatigue, headaches, confusion, dizziness, and even no tears when you're crying. So there you go. Honey, if you're listening, this might be one of the reasons that I don't cry. It's just that I'm chronically dehydrated. It's not that I'm devoid of emotion. So how do you get rehydrated? It's important to remember that not all beverages help with hydration. So in other words, not all beverages are created equal. Water is the ultimate best fluid to ensure hydration as it keeps the body cool. And some other beverages could include a sports drink that has electrolytes or sometimes mixing water and fruit juices in a 50-50 ratio. But there are some beverages to avoid when trying to become hydrated, including alcohol and caffeinated beverages such as coffee, tea, and sodas. These beverages actually place you at a greater risk of dehydration because they pull fluids from the body, which eventually causes you to urinate more. So what are some of the recommendations from our medical societies? Well, the American College of Sports Medicine recommends that if you are active outside, you should consume at least 16 to 20 ounces of fluid before that outdoor activity. And then after the activity, you should consume about half the amount of time in ounces. For example, if you are outside for 30 minutes, then you owe 15 ounces of fluid. If you're outside for an hour or 60 minutes, you must consume 30 ounces of fluid when returning inside. The American Heart Association also suggests replacing body fluid, but instead of using time, the American Heart Association recommends weighing yourself before an activity or before you go out for a run or do exercise. And then once again, when you come back, and for every pound lost, which is 16 ounces, the AHA recommends that you replace it with 16 ounces of fluid. And this is something that I'm doing. So many of you may know that I am training for my first marathon, which is about 12 or 13 weeks away. And during the month of August, which is really an inflection point in the marathon training, where I will be training in double-digit runs. And last weekend, I ran 12 miles. So I weighed myself before my run, and I weighed myself after my run, and I actually lost two and a half pounds, which is about 40 ounces. And I came home and replenished that fluid with 40 ounces of water. So just another way to calculate water deficit and to replenish that fluid. 
And for those of us out there that just want a simple calculation to figure out how much body fluid you should intake every day, the easiest way is to take one third of your body weight and drink that number of ounces in fluids. For example, if you weigh 150 pounds, try to drink about a third of that or 50 ounces of water each day. If you weigh 180 pounds, try to drink 60 ounces of fluid that day and so on. And some easy tips and strategies on maintaining optimal hydration. Try the following. Drink a glass of water as soon as you wake up in the morning. Try to drink a glass of water before each of your meals. Drink one glass of water before and after any exercise. And finally, drink a glass of water one hour before you go to bed to keep you hydrated while sleeping. And remember, when it comes to hydration, even mild dehydration can affect you mentally and physically. So make sure you get enough water each day. Stay cool out there, especially in this hot summer. And remember, one of the best things you can do for overall health is to stay hydrated. Thank you for joining us here at The Backstory. We've got your back. Thanks for listening to The Backstory. Please subscribe, rate the podcast, and review The Backstory on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play Music. And feel free to share this podcast on social media or even your own website or blog. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. To learn more about Dr. Singh and his clinical research, please follow him on social media. You can also sign up for his newsletter by going to www.rickysinghmd.com. That's R-I-C-K-Y-S-I-N-G-H-M-D dot com.